Midlife Crisis. I'm Ashley. I'm here with the fabulous Ro. Good evening, everybody. We have Frank engineering for us this evening. Say hello to everybody. Say hello to all of our adoring fans. Here I am. <laughs> here I am. Happy to be here. Yay. Yes. Well, we're excited. Anthony's back in Seattle. He'll be back at the end of the month, which is going to be fun. Very exciting, as always. New hair color. We did it last week after the show. We were hanging out. Looks fabulous. Having a few drinks at the house, you yeah. know, the Olive Residence. Uh, just a refresher for everybody. Our podcast is on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and iTunes under Quarter Life Crisis. Uh, Facebook page, Quarter Life Crisis, you can like it. We've been getting a lot of hits and likes like in the past two weeks, which is a little random, but also very cool. Great. Twitter and Instagram at the QLC. So you can feel free to tweet us. We don't often tweet out unless I'm complaining to American Airlines about my still lost luggage, but it happens. Uh. Uh, and our email address is quarterlifecrisisny at gmail.com. So feel free to email us. We will talk about anything. We are completely uncensored. Unless we're showing nipples, well, then we censor them because we're not allowed to do that. Yeah. But we'll talk about anything. So, <coughs> let's talk about our week. Let's catch up. Sounds like a great idea. How uh, was your week, darling? Oh, I've been I've been butch as fuck this week. Let me tell you. I was at the <laughs> Home Depot in New Rochelle. I don't think you can get many butcher than that. Oh, my God. But I uh, saw that post. <laughs> I was laughing when you said that. Yeah, I had to buy some wood. So I was there cutting wood and stuff. and uh, Doing man stuff. Yeah. I felt so, you know, I was like grabbing my balls and sniffing them. It was great. <laughs> Were you scratching in public? No, just sniffing my balls. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> appreciating the swamp. But, and um, let's see. I actually pulled my pants down a little bit to show a bit of crack because you want to. Did you wear one of the aprons too? Because if you wore the apron with the crack, I'd die. No, no apron. But I did show a little butt crack because, you know. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I made these lovely uh, uh, nautical themed stanchions. Everyone's like, what's a stanchion? I'm like, ugh. Google it. It's those <laughs> things when you walk in on a red carpet that have like little the, things. Like the little pole things the with pole the ropes. The pole things with the ropes. That's a yeah. stanchion. Yeah. So I had to make these. I didn't know that. Yeah, see, what's a stanchion? So, uh, <laughs> the pole thing with the rope. So I had to make these nautical stanchions for this, you know, it's a, a high end celebrity client this right. weekend. So, right. you know, I, I, so I spent half my freaking week on just this damn party. Well, never mind all the other crap I gotta uh -huh. do. But um, they came out really pretty, and I wish I had a picture and to show a, everybody. Is it a pirate-themed party? It is. Playing? It is. I myself am playing a pirate for three and a half hours. A butt pirate. Yeah, a butt pirate. You better <laughs> believe it. <laughs> Me and sixty-five-year-old kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not exactly. So. Uh, so funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's you know, uh, it's just gonna be fun because I don't have to actually do anything but walk around and play an app. You know, some asshole Yeah, pirate. that's fun. Except you've done all the brunt work, like oh, yeah. building all the stuff, yeah. setting it up, directing yeah. people where to go. So now I'm just getting like your your baby. This party yep, is your baby. Basically. And I'm so I'm getting paid to be an obnoxious asshole pirate for three and a half hours, which is what I'm going to be. You should take Joe yeah. with you. He does a really great pirate voice <laughs> and he's really good at being an asshole to other people. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> I didn't I did not know that. <laughs> the more you know. Now we've learned a little bit more about Joe and we've also learned what stanchions are. So oh, we it's very a, educational. What's the stanchion. All right, yeah. <laughs> Google it. Uh, any awkward thing happened to you this week? Because I know we like to talk about this. Awkward. Um, no, I, I no. live. Uh, you know, I never know what's awkward because you know I'm an Aquarian. 
and things just happen to me and I kind of let them go by yeah. no matter how awkward or normal they are. Yeah. So I never quite catch the awkward stuff until like way later, like the next day. I'm like, wait a minute. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. So I'm like, check back tomorrow. Maybe something weird happened today. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I was in Salem this weekend, so it was yeah. really fun. I went on Sunday and we stayed at the Hawthorne. Nice. Thanks, Mom, because... Without mom, I wouldn't have been staying at the Hawthorne. It's such a cute, pretty town. It is adorable. And the Hawthorne Hotel is in a perfect location because it's right on the corner of Essex Street, which is like the main street in town where a lot of the shops are. And it was a block away. So we didn't have to worry about parking. We uh -huh. walked everywhere. It was really cool. I spent too much money. I bought a lot of stuff. You know, I'm too impulsive. That's okay. Uh, but it was fun. It was a good trip. I go, you know, once a year for a night. And so yeah. I know before I go... All right, I'm going to come home with a bunch of obnoxious shit, but I like it. I like my little kitschy. Salem is beautiful. Stuff. It's it really such a is. pretty little town, too. It has all those great little shops. Because, you know, it's supposed to be like, even though it's not the original Salem, mm -hmm. you know, from the, you know, the mm -hmm. colonial times, mm -hmm. but they say it's like a psychic center. Like it's yeah. like a, a vortex of psychic energy or something. Yeah. Or yeah. I just think it's just a bunch of crazy people walking around dressed like witches. So Yeah, I actually <laughs> gave into, well, because the kids got little witch hats. So they were like, Mom, you should get one too. So I did. So there was a stand with witch hats, and I'm trying them on. I look at the price tag, and they're like $200 witch hats. Oh, and I'm forget like, it. Oh, hell no. It's like, like the rent fair for witches. Yeah, I'm like BRB, <laughs> and I like went into the little t-shirt store and bought a really cool hat with like, it has this like black veil with little spiders on it like oh, that, were, that were like sewn on. Nice. And like feathers, and it's cool. it was like $20. So I'm oh. like, okay, I got my hat, you know? Well, the other one probably, well, it's probably so expensive, it has spells over it or something. Yeah, yeah, like. magical. Honestly, it was really amazing beautiful. I would go up there again. I, I want to go up there to get a, a wand. Yeah, the wand shop was like on the same block as our hotel. It was yeah. great. Uh, my older daughter and my mom did the walking tour at night, the ghost tour, which is cool. really more historical. They just, they talk about the history of Salem and they talk about places that are supposedly haunted. They don't take you into like scary, you know what I mean? Like you're not going on this paranormal hunt okay. with equipment. But I did the same tour last year and I stayed uh, with Layla with the little one at the hotel we walked and got some ice cream I had Earl Grey ice cream that nice. had cardamom and oh my god and must have been freaking pistachios incredible. in it it was so amazing it was wow. delicious that must have been interesting Earl, really, Earl Grey tea yeah it was but it was Earl Grey flavored ice cream with cardamom and pistachio and then I got mm. I got one scoop of that and one scoop of strawberry balsamic Nice. Which they didn't go well together, but they were both so good that I was like, I can't... Strawberry balsamic? Yes. Huh. Actually, the Alamo has a strawberry balsamic milkshake, huh. so now I have to try really? it. Really? Yeah. Did they just add that? Because I know their milkshakes well. Yeah, it's on the list there. How do you like that? Yeah. How do you like that shit? Yeah. Huh. But it was great. I mean, I had a great time. Coming home was rough because we came home on Monday and we left at like 3.30. Oh. So we ended up hitting some traffic coming home and it took like well, five Well, it was the hours. holiday, right? Yeah. yeah. It took like five Did you get to see uh, Goody Nurse's house? There's a few sites that you can go to. Yeah, that... we. I did that last time. Oh, okay. um, but I did take the kids to the uh, Salem Witch Trial Memorial, uh -huh. where they have all the names and you know carved into the stones, and it's yeah. right next to the cemetery. And I mean, some of the graves are from the 16, early 1700s, so it's uh -huh. super, super old. But the kids were pretty interested. And then before we left, we went to um, the House of Seven Gables. It was Nathaniel Hawthorne's house, and I'm a big yeah. book nerd. So that was, like, super cool for me. I was like, take pictures of me in front of the house. Like, I'll pretend I don't know you're taking the picture. You know, like, <laughs> so it was funny, and it was, it was very, it was cool. So it was a good trip. 
But I did have something awkward happen to me up there. There's a lot of strange people, obviously. It's a very eclectic mix of people up there. Uh Uh, And Layla, who was four, I bought her this Halloween dress, I don't know, maybe two years ago. But it has the belled sleeves. It looks like it laces up in the front a little bit. But it's all different quirky Halloween patterns kind of patchworked onto this dress. Uh So she wore the dress, and she got a little green witch hat, and she was spinning around, and she had these black boots on. And everyone was complimenting her and, like, stopping and being like, where'd you get that dress? Did you make it? It's amazing. So she wanted to wear it again the second day we were there. So she wears the dress again, and there's guy is like walking down the street and he's like you guys because i had the hat on and i'm of course i'm wearing all black because what other colors would i wear and he's like you guys look so festive can i take a few pictures of you but it wasn't like a photographer for like the town it was just an older man like with his wife with a little like digital first of all who has digital cat like little digital cameras not many people and he was like can i just take a picture of you guys like posing in front of the store well, you know, he might be one of these old shutterbug kind of people. I mean, I he lives guess. in a town like that where you're going to see I people. I think he was you know. a Taurus. I think he was a Taurus. Oh, yeah? But, oh, so maybe that's it. But, yeah, like, it was just, I don't know, it was strange because then I'm like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> but, like, why does someone want a picture of my kid? Like, I, she's cute, but, like, you never know. People are weird and just, you, you're just not safe these days. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that sucks. So then my mom came out and she's like, what was that all about? She was in a store and I'm like, you know, he has to take a picture. And she's like, I go, what was I going to say? She's like, well, you could have said no. <laughs> but I suppose he would have just, if someone, if I asked somebody to take a picture of them and they said no, I'd walk away and snap it anyway. Yeah. So like, you know. It's like, well, we could just take a selfie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just, it'd be nice, a nice picture. But yeah. Um, before we get to our weird stuff, another weird thing before, before we really get into it, the clown sightings. Oh, yeah. So there was like a threat. These clowns were threatening like Poughkeepsie schools on Facebook. And some woman was just shot. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Somebody thought she was dressed like a clown. She just wore like really gothic makeup. Oh, no. And they shot her like in a parking lot. That's terrible. But now there's all these clowns all over. There was one walking on the Bronx River Parkway last night between North White Plains and White Plains. Uh-huh. I saw one in the Van Wick Parkway three weeks ago. I mean, they're like really popping up everywhere. Some communities are banning the sales of clown costumes too. Yeah. it's getting really crazy. It's getting really crazy. It's it's so stupid. I I mean... Giving clowns bad names. Giving clowns bad names. But is it spurred because the new Stephen King It movie is coming out? You know, that movie gave clowns a bad name to begin with. It's like, let's perpetuate the hate. Yeah. Yeah. Is that moving along? The It? They just finished rapping. So some people have this whole... Theory, you know, I've been reading different things online. They're saying, well, maybe it's an advertisement without saying it's an advertisement. You know what I mean? Like getting people psyched out by clowns. I don't know. But I mean, it started in Greensville in North Carolina where they have machetes trying to lure children into the woods. Like, that's fucking serious. That's not a joke. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's creepy. Yeah. We are we are a fun bunch. That's just it. We're just a fun bunch. (laughs) What do you think about this clown stuff, Frank? I mean, it's New York, so that's that's part of it. I know. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot because they just said that there was uh, clowns jumping out of people in the subways and stuff like that. Some that's right. Yeah, some clown today chased a six at four o'clock in the afternoon chased a 16 year old boy with a butcher knife through the subway station. Oh, charming. 
with a knife. Like it wasn't like he was just yeah, chasing brandishing. him and being scary. I'm like they are they have weapons. I don't know if they're fake weapons or real weapons, but I'm not taking the chance. Right. Yeah. If you jump out in front of my car, I'm gonna hit your ass. I'm sorry. Ugh. You know, at night walking along the highway like that, I mean. I would assume that's how they would want. That's if I was trying to get a car to stop for something, I would jump out in front of the car. Yeah. I'm yeah. not stopping for a clown. I'll kill you. <laughs> I think we should just let everybody know if they're dressed like clowns this Halloween, we're going to assume the worst and take action. That's true. Actually, Cassidy came home from her dad's house this weekend and said her dad, who's a NYPD detective, by the way, bought a scary clown costume for Halloween. I'm like, you know better. You're chasing these crazies around. Yeah. You should know not to do that. Like, it's not funny. It's that's, not cute. That's making it even more scary because what if, say, everybody decides to be clowns because they think it's all kitschy, you know? Yeah, who's a chill clown and who's the, a killer clown? The real I one is know. out there, you know, it's and like... Then know. all of a sudden you have a Scream 2 situation where Jada Pickett-Smith gets... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants that. <laughs> Nobody knows. Poor Jada. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Luckily, we'll be in Disney World. We'll be in Disney World for Halloween. I don't have to deal with any of it. Well, well, shit, if it doesn't get blown away from the hurricane... I know. I'm so worried now. Yeah. They so enough, worried. They got enough money and insurance. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll fix it up by then. I mean, yeah. we, we're going for Halloween. I've been there for Halloween, and it was all decorated, and we came back the next day, and uh, everything from Halloween was gone, and they started putting up Christmas stuff. They work very quickly and efficiently. Wow. So. Well, you know, they crack those whips. Yeah. Unless you lose a finger or something, right? Isn't yeah. That Isn't that Disney policy? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, okay, so let's talk about some other weird stuff besides the clown. I saw this... Um, this article, it's not necessarily weird, but it's just like I thought it was kind of funny and I'd, I'd like to share it. There's this girl, Ariana. She wants to pay for medical school abroad, but since Russia doesn't offer grants and her parents aren't particularly wealthy, she has to find money somehow. So she's been looking into other ways and found that the only viable option was starting a bidding war for her virginity with the starting price of 150,000 euro. Okay. The euro's in crisis. Yeah, I she know. Sh she should have asked for gold bullion. She should. <laughs> yeah, right. She should have asked for American dollars because right now I think the American dollar's a little bit stronger. Is it? Because for a long time it wasn't. My brother know. was was just over in um, Germany and Austria and France, um, and he said that the euro was fluctuating so heavy when they were there that when they went it was like a dollar forty. American dollars to a year to one euro, and by the time they left, it was like a dollar fifteen. But it was dropping steadily while they were there. So who yeah. knows what'll happen? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this immediately—if this immediately strikes you as sad when you hear her talk about it—she seems more or less cool. She's quote. She's quoted saying, "Many students have the issue that during their studies they do have to deal with multiple problems. You have to go to work in order to pay for your education. I want to move to another country for my studies in medicine." The university will be very expensive. I hate to tell her, 150,000 might not be enough right? for medical no way. What what the hell? Thinking? That's but, just going to cover your books. But that's the starting <laughs> bid, so she that's could true. potentially that's get true. more. Let's yeah. also think about this for a second. You want to talk about valuation of things. Uh -huh. We all know that you know diamonds are a girl's best friend, but we all know that with the actual amount of diamonds that we have in the world, mm -hmm. they're valueless. It's just that they keep a, they keep track and they really make sure that the supply and the demand is, yep. is right. in a certain yep. way. 
if you think about all the diamonds that are in the world, that you can flood the market and completely devalue what is the most mm -hmm. sought-after stone out there, mm -hmm. and then you think about how many human beings are in the world, about 7 billion. Of those human beings, how many female? Of those female, how many are virgins? This is so rare. It is. Compared to diamonds. Why would you stop at 150,000? Well, she's starting. That's a starting bid. Yeah, but still, I mean, you can amp. She, we have a picture of her too. Pull a, I have it in Dropbox. Her name's Ariana. This is her. She's oh. a beautiful girl. Yeah, but she's Russian, and a lot of those Russian girls are gorgeous like this. So. I know. That's a two million. That's two million dollar virginity. I would like go find some Arab Sikh. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, they would pay Arab dollars. Like they have yeah. oil money to, yeah. to spend. So she says, I want, to, I want to move to another country for my studies in medicine. The university will be very expensive. The rent will also be high. I imagine that living in another country will be very, far, very hard. Therefore, I want to get the financial burden out of the way so I can focus on my medical studies. Now, let's think of it this way. I mean, Frank, you make a very good point saying that this is so valuable. Why start at 150000 when you can make it higher? We also have to realize she's from Russia. Like, you know how, how inexpensive things, you know what I mean? Like... These people are so poor. She has no idea she that... She's a manager. That medical... Yeah, <laughs> she does. She yeah. has no idea how much medical school costs, Plus, I'm there's sure. the whole moral issue of selling your virginity, because that's kind of prostitution, the oldest profession. And, you I know, don't know. And I again, feel like some that... girls give up their virginity to some fucking asshole in well, school. Well, so. she says that, too. It says... It, the article said it makes sense, I suppose. Her parents currently aren't in the know, but if they are like many other people and they get their information on the internet, they probably know now. Yeah. And Ariana says she's happy to explain things to her parents once they find out. I'm also an independent woman and can do just what I want. Believe me, I have thought long and hard to make this decision. I've hoped for so long to find my great love, but it did not work out. So why should I wait any longer? And why should I lose my virginity to someone who could then break my heart later? I mean, she makes a good point. She's like, fuck it, why not? I, I mean, don't think she's an independent woman. Is she still living with her parents? She's not independent. <laughs> well, I guess she means in making her own decisions, but I, I, agree, well, with, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, well, you have your own thoughts when you're five. You know, if your thoughts are your own, then we're all independent. But she's not. Very she's, true. She's, she's looking for independence. That's why she's selling. Yeah, selling her body to have money to move to a different country and go to school. But yeah. I, I see what she's saying. She is a lot more. That is a lot more level-headed than I, I expected this to be. Yeah. She said that she hopes the highest bidder will be sensitive with her, and if things are nice between them, there could be a possibility of further encounters for the lucky man. <sighs> if it takes the bidder's fancy, they can also spend the night with Ariana's best friend, Lolita, who's 21. Ew. She's also a virgin, and Ariana advertises this by saying, that means you can bid for two virgins in one night. You don't get her cherry, but you can lick her asshole. <laughs> Lolita's starting price is set at, at 150,000 euro as well. That's two for the price of two. Uh, I mean, honestly, if I knew that you could, that there was like a market for this uh -huh. back in the day, I would have I been wonder, much smarter about my much, decisions. How much does it cost to have your, your hymen remade? Because you can like flip that vagina. Oh, you know? yeah, they have the rejuvenation for your yeah, vagina you flip where they that sew vagina your hymen back together. Yeah. And then resell your virginity. Flip yeah. the vagina and resell it resell again. Resell it. Why the fuck flip not? Flip that vagina. Flip that vagina. <laughs> That's it. Why yeah. not? But I mean, it's such a profitable market. And I've seen things like this before. I mean, I think one of the first people that really went viral on the internet for trying to sell her virginity was back in 2009. Yeah. You know what I mean? This has kind of been a thing that we've been hearing about on and off for the past few years. But, like, selling your virginity. I mean, and she's 20. She's not 
She's waited around. I, that sounded like a sob story of a 37-year-old woman. She's 20? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's 20 years old. I've waited around, but nobody sees. It's like, you're 20. For my great love. But, I mean, think about it. Like, did she go to high school until she was 18 like we did? Like, is, has she been working in the fields for the past 10 years? Who knows? Does school work differently than it does here? Because, you know, in Europe, they go to, like, till they're 18. That's, like, college. Yeah. So it's not quite the same. I don't know what, what Mother Russia does, but. Yeah. I mean, her best friend's 21, and she's also a virgin. You know, the thing here that I would say also is with $150,000, you have to imagine you, you, you're trying to look for, first and foremost, a special experience. That didn't come. Right. Literally. And you, you, <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. And then you have to say to yourself, well, then, who am I letting into the bidding war? Right. With set, setting at 150, if you put like a one million dollar minimum on yourself, then you know that you're going to only be getting down with somebody who's probably leading a pretty interesting life if they got that much money. Yeah, hell yeah. It might be at least be a lot more interesting. I mean, somebody can take out a loan of 150 thousand dollars. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but what if it's like eBay, where like, you know, all she's going to get out of it is 150 grand, and you know, nobody else bids on it or. Whatever the hell. That would suck there. for her. I mean, she'd, she'd <laughs> still get the price that she initially wanted. But <laughs> like I mean, imagine minutes. that. Imagine she puts the bidding war up and like that's it. There's one bid. It's for 150 thousand. But imagine you being the person on the other end trying to sell your virginity on eBay and seeing people, <laughs> seeing people in the last five minutes try to outbid each other by a dollar. Yeah. Oh just, my oh, like, god. By yes. 150 thousand and one dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Two dollars. No, three and fifty. Sense. You have to have all your friends try to, you know, write in and say like, yeah, but like, I don't know. You have to be able to guarantee that they can pay it too. Well, then it said that there's, if you bid for both her and her best friend, you can have, you can buy both of them and enjoy them both together. Where, where, what are they, separate. where are they bidding? Where are they bidding on this? I have no idea. Okay. Is it on Etsy? I don't know. Is that uh, how yeah. it works? How does it work? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting, oh. though. I think we should do more investigating about this. Yeah. I'd like to find out what website they're channeling this virginity <laughs> bargaining through. Serious. You had a funny story that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. With the uh, teacher. Another weird oh, one. Oh, yeah. This is on t teacher in Ontario uh, told a student to lick me where I fart. Okay. Could you imagine your teacher? First of all... No teacher should speak to a student like that. But I feel like when we were kids, teachers could kind of get away with shit talking to kids. Like, shut the, shut the hell up. Sit your ass down. Like, teachers could say stuff like that. Now you can't say anything like that. Everybody needs a safe space. Like, there's that no... Teachers get fired over less Well, this nowadays. isn't the first time she's said this. And it's uh, caused a stir because she's, um, you know, because it's become a thing. Right. Um, she's been warned several times... And um, let me show you, read you some of the other things that she also said to students. This is, I like her. If I can read some of these. Um, <laughs> she said, um, she told a student who bought coffee into class to go get the fucking thing out of here. And she also called another student a bloody pedophile. What else did she say? <laughs> a bloody pedophile. Well, this is Ontario. I guess it's like in their, the way they, they speak. Um, she said to, she said in class, it's debate, not masturbate. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell that to Hillary. You know, it's funny. Anyway. <laughs> I saw a thing that was, like, thing, awkward. Like, people were tweeting on Reddit, and they were, or like, typing into Reddit and saying, like, awkward things as a teacher that they've accidentally said to their class. 
And the teacher was trying to say organisms, and she's like, but I accidentally said orgasms. And it was like to a class of 13-year-olds, and I never lived it down for the rest of the school year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they'll remember that forever, too. What yeah, else did she will. also told the student, it sounds like your ass cheeks are too close together after a student made a, uh, a noise by pressing her lips together. <gasps> I'm like, what the hell? Um, unbelievable. Uh, Kiss me where, lick, lick me, what did she say? Lick me where I fart? Yeah, lick me where I fart. Oh, oh my god. That that's just yeah. That's and just was it like it was like an older woman, right? Like an older gross woman. Like uh, yeah, she's like this yeah, she's like an older woman, like in her fifties or something. Yeah. These are like things. Oh that my have god. Been, she's been through several warnings. But look I think lick me where I fart was like the the, the breaking point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The school was like, all right, now we must that's intervene. It. That is it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hysterical. <laughs> I can't handle that. Unbelievable. I can't imagine. Well, I also went to school with nuns. She's a mess. So Same here. They would never say anything. But I mean. Imagine Mary even, Catherine, Sister Mary Catherine, <laughs> like, kiss me when I fart. You know? oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we had some mean nun teachers. I had Sister Alice was um, the, one of the religion teachers. Mm -hmm. And I sat with my friends in the back of the classroom because my last name started with the letter V. So I was always all the way in the back. And my friend, one of my friends was kind of a troublemaker, but it really, like, honest to God, wasn't me. I didn't act like that in class. I did my work. I paid attention. And I, somehow I got, I was the one that got in trouble. She pulled my desk up next to her desk, and we had to sit side by side for the entire school year. And every time everyone got to work on group projects, she'd assign one group a group of three, and I'd have to work with her. Oh. It was awful, and she was just mean. She was a mean old witch. Damn I mean, it. she never told me to lick me where, lick her where she farts, but <laughs> she was pretty nasty. Dang. I can't imagine that. Nasty old teacher. But that's the thing, though. Like, I used to work with a school teacher, and he works with more, like, uh, junior high school students. Uh -huh. And he's telling me now, like, like you, you can't touch a student at all, ever. No. But you can say whatever you want, though. He basically tried. This is how he's explaining it to right. me. Right. It's like this new culture in school. Like, back in the day, you know, you were, you were bad in class, and the parent, or the, I'm sorry, the teacher would spank you or would... Hit your fingers some, with the knuckle. Yeah. You know, hit your knuckles or they would the have some kind of physical mm -hmm. uh, punishment. That is completely, you know, taken. You yeah. cannot do any no, of that. No, absolutely not. But now there's no bar on what teachers can say to students, mm -hmm. though. I mean, imagine, like, some of these kids are... Well, I'd also imagine if you have a tougher class, of high schoolers that yeah. you might want to shit talk to them a little bit because they'll get a little more respect for you yeah. instead of just being so passive and, and just taking it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just them being little assholes. I don't know. I can't... I mean, my brother-in-law is a teacher in the Bronx and he teaches, uh, I think, seventh grade history. And uh -huh. he's like, the kids are fucking assholes. Like, oh. they're just assholes. And he's like, last year was his first year. And he's like, now I'm in my second year, and I kind of shit talk to them a little bit right away, and now they kind of have settled down because they've they've gained more respect for me. Wow. And he's also not a tall guy. I mean, he's like five foot four, and oh. he's a little Jewish kid. I mean, these tough kids in the South Bronx. Was he single? Are not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, no, he's getting married. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Let's take a quick break. And we come back. We're going to talk about scary movies to get you in the mood for Halloween. We have a nice list here. 13 of them I listed because Ooh. I thought, you know. This is Halloween. Halloween. Hey, I just watched that. Yeah. What would you guys like to go to uh, commercial? You want just want to go to a song? Yeah, sure. whatever you want. You want something with, uh, let's go to something 
little bit uppity. A little pizzazz. Yes. A little pizzazz here. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right one. back. Zenlive.tv. We're back with Quarter Life Crisis. I'm Ashley here with Ro. Hey, we're back, everybody. Frank is engineering for us this evening. Very, very exciting. Nice to mix it up a little bit. I've had, had a great time so far. So we're going to talk about some scary movies for Halloween. Now, I always see these lists. People share lists all the time. But I actually really liked this one because it gives a brief description and, and like a quote from somebody saying what they liked about it or what scared them. And I've seen some of these, but some of them I haven't. So I have to check them out unless they're supernatural. And then I won't because I think that shit's really scary. <laughs> um, the first one on this list is called It Follows, which I've never heard before, but it's from 2015. Mm -hmm. And it says a teenage girl picks up a curse that's passed on through sex, which is kind of funny and quirky. Great. Um, the only way to get rid of the curse is to have sex with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> How cliche. <laughs> so then I'm like, is this list a joke? But we'll see, because I'm going to watch it. Um, it Follows has been my new favorite ever since I went to see it and was on the verge of escaping the cinema in terror the whole time. It was the definition of edge of your seat. Cool. I can't imagine that that would be really scary, but maybe it is. I mean, maybe there's like a little demon in her vagina and yeah. doesn't want to leave. I heard she... that this movie was supposed to be like a uh, uh, um, like a metaphor for, for venereal disease. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that would make sense, too. Yeah, yeah. like the horror of, of having a funny bump somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's pretty horrible. There was a, a girl I was friends with in um, all through high school and college, and she was dating somebody on the basketball team of the college that we went to, and I won't give away too much information to protect her identity. Frank, I'm pretty sure you know her. Uh -oh. um, not like that. Not like that. Uh, anyway, so her boyfriend was on the basketball team. It turns out she hooked up with a bunch of other dudes on the basketball team while she was dating him, and he did not know. And she got, like, chlamydia and, like, Pretty much the whole basketball team had it. <laughs> and then he had it, and then it 
was traced back to her, and it was like a whole thing. So it was wow, just, chlamydia I, on the I court. Do, I really, I know this person. Well, yeah. After we'll talk about it. After. Yeah, we'll talk later. Holy shit. Um, wow. so that it's I mean, exciting. whenever I hear somebody <laughs> says an STD, I'm like, this is the best story. I mean, it's not a great story, obviously for her, but like. Literally, like, 15 people had it, and he was like, how does my whole team have this? Oh like, I, they couldn't figure it out. Wow. That's terrible. That should be made into a movie. They'll call it Slam Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Swish. Swish. <laughs> um, this one is also from 2015. It's called The Witch. Uh-huh. Set in the 1630s, a family is exiled to a new home next to a forest. Witchy things start to happen, surprise, surprise, leading mm-hmm. to paranoia and the family turning on one another. So, I, you know, I think that's interesting. It's, like, around... I guess Salem Witch Trials were a little bit later, but it was in the 1600s, so uh-huh. I wonder. Yeah. Um, I think that would be interesting. There was a lot watch. of that paranoia actually up in the uh, uh, Upper East Coast. Yeah. And, you know, those people in Salem that got hung, they weren't even witches. They were like God fearing Christians. Yeah. And, like, they were just screwed over for whatever. They were just yeah. hysteria. The quote about this says If you ever want to shit your pants, I suggest you watch this movie. It's made in such a way that you are genuinely spooked. Wow. That you know, kind of stuff stays with I me. Don't know, so I don't know, hon. This movie got bad reviews when it first came out, and they revamped it or did something to it, and they re-released it. Oh, and really? Then, and then it got better reviews. But mm. when this movie was first released, they were not wild about it. It didn't get good reviews. Really? Yeah. I'll have to watch it. I don't, yeah. even, I don't even think I've heard of that. Are these all on Netflix? Um, I don't know. You could... You, I mean, I guess you could try. We have Amazon streaming, mm-hmm. and we have Netflix, and we have, like, the Cody box with the Android software for Cody. I think so, like, the witches. We really sure. watch everything, but... Yeah. Um, You're all set. Yeah, we're all set. Uh-huh. Uh, the Orphanage, 20, 2007, what it's about. A woman buys the old orphanage she was raised in and converts it into a home for sick children. When her adopted son goes missing, she starts to hear voices of the spirits that are still there. So it's the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. It still gives me chills just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, this is a good movie. I is think it? this is a Guillermo del Toro, isn't it? Oh, I love his work. Yeah, oh. He's really terrifying. This is a beautiful movie. It's what else good. has he done? Uh, he just did, what he, was that? He did Pan's Labyrinth. He also did... Um, what was the movie he just did last year? He did Hellboy, actually. Um, oh. There was a else? really terrifying movie he just did last year, and Joe watched it and was like... Do not watch this movie. It was so scary. I can't think of it right now because I didn't watch it. He was supposed to direct Lord of the Rings. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's a really talented director. He's wonderful. He's just, you know, his earlier films are are fabulous. Mm -hmm. They're fantastic. But, um, yeah, he picked up some horror stuff here and there. And he is, you know, you saw the creatures he came up with in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Some of the creepiest stuff. But The Orphan, it's a beautiful movie to watch, too. I'll definitely watch that. It's beautifully shot. Um, this one, The Strangers from 2008, couple staying in a house in the middle of nowhere. They're not banking on having guests, which is why it's a shock when there's a knock at the door. So, but quote, my husband and I had to shut it off the first time watching it. It could totally happen. This movie is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Wow. It's scarier than, you know, Liv Tyler's in it. It's scarier than paranormal movies to me because, first of all, I don't really watch, you know, paranormal stuff, but, um... This really could happen, and this movie was so... I saw it in the movie theater. It was so... I mean, I still think when people are like, I need a scary movie to watch, I always recommend this. It scared me so bad, and that night, after seeing it, my parents were away, and I was, you know, staying at the house alone with Cassidy. I mean, she was probably, like, two. Uh And I didn't set the alarm system because my older brother said he was coming home. So the whole night, I'm, like, sitting there, like, waiting for him to come in or, like, waiting for a noise. Turns out he never came home, so I just had the alarms. But I was, like, terrified that this could happen. It was I think really, I saw it. It was really scary. Like, I mean, I'm, like, that movie scares the shit out of me. Wow. 
they're like they're coming home from a wedding and they're staying in this it was a family vacation home and it's really in the middle of the woods uh-huh. and these masked people kind of just show up and home start invasion. messing with them yeah home invasion you know the cell phones don't work they're in the middle of the woods it was also 2008 so it wasn't like now it wasn't like smartphones really oh. um and you know then they cut the te- you know they cut the telephone wire there's one car between them it was just a damn telephone wire goddamn telephone wire so it really was absolutely terrifying wow it was very scary so why don't you share some of these you might have seen some of these i haven't seen them all no i haven't seen all of these high tension no i haven't seen this one uh let's see what it's about Uh, alex takes her friend out into the french countryside to visit her parents but when her parents are killed by a psychotic truck driver the horror really begins it's still the best horror film I've seen to date. It's creepy, unnerving, and will leave you saying, what just happened? Um, high tension. I wonder if yeah. that's like the, hit, the Hitcher. Remember back in the 80s, there was that movie with, um, it was called The Hitcher, and it was all about this guy. Uh, Rutger Hauer played The Hitcher, mm-hmm. and um, he's like this you know, psych- psychopath, serial killer, mm-hmm. and he kind of uh, starts killing people all around this one kid, making it look like the kid was the killer in and, and the whole oh. movie. So this sounds a lot like this, maybe, where, because hmm. um, like a truck driver, maybe they they ripped it off of uh, Hit the Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 2003. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. But this movie's good. I've seen this, Trick or Treat. This is good. Um, what it's about. The rules you should never break on Halloween. Wear a costume, hand out treats, never blow out a jack-o'-lantern, and always check your candy. A small town are about to find out what happens when these rules are broken. Trick or treat is a definite must for Halloween. It's creepy and scary, but there's a certain delight you get from watching Halloween folklore come to life in the modern world. You get jump scares, twists and turns, creepy children, and some gore to bring it all together. One of my favorites to watch right before Halloween. To get I'm going to watch this one. <laughs> I'm going to watch this one. It's cute. It's actually like short stories kind of thing. So there's oh, like little, okay. there's different little short stories in the in uh, in this movie, which I really like. Yeah. You know, it's not just one streaming of horror. It's all like these little creepy as fuck storylines. Yeah. They're what all... were those books, Frank? You might remember them from when we were little. What were those books? It was like scary stories to read in the dark. Yeah. They I were think, like. I think that's it. It was like I think that's yeah I think that's what it was called and it was like a book of short stories and. Our teacher would read them to us. I mean, again, I don't think teachers can really do that now. Are you talking about the one with the amazing, like, watercolor art in it? Yes. And it was, like, a scary face on the cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am, like, haunted by that book. (laughs) That, like, the cover, I'll never forget it. But that book really terrified me as a kid. And it was, like, a compilation of short stories. But I also liked it, too. Like, it didn't stop me from reading more. You know what I mean? But I'm not, like... I like I love Halloween. I love dressing up. I do like a lot of Halloween creepy movies. Check, um, check this out. Like that's from. Oh the, my God! Yes. That's from the book. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Because one of them was like a bride, I think, in the front. Yes, that's exactly mm. it. Oh wait, hold on. I'll, I'll find some more. Um, but I was never into haunted houses. Uh huh. Oh, I love haunted. I houses. went in haunted houses as a kid. We used to go on the haunted hayride up by Big Birch. Uh huh. And then there was a, they added a haunted house onto the end. And I was so, t- I mean, I was like 11. My dad carried me through. Like a baby. <laughs> like my legs were wrapped around his waist. I was hiding my face crying. I was like, get me out of this house. And I haven't been in a haunted house since then. Oh, my God. I swear. And, there, you know, when I was in high school, there was a big haunted house in New Rochelle that everyone used to go to, and the line was forever. I remember and, that one. Oh. Yeah. I never went in it. 
I would have my mom drop me off there, and I'd socialize with my friends on the line. But you're for damn sure I never went in that haunted house. I haven't. I love the one in Playland. It's terrific. Eighteen years. The one at Playland. We used to go all the time. My friends' cousins do that. But problem That's is, their, their one year I, I went with some people, and they got mad at me because. Uh, I was doing a lot of community theater at the time, uh-huh. and it turns out a lot of the people that were performing in the haunted house were from like community theater. Groups. Oh, that's so funny! So you knew I'm them. I'm going through the mo- the, the thing. They were like, "Hi, Daniel." They're like, "Hey, Daniel Carlino's here." Daniel Carlino. I was ah, like, "Oh, so my, funny." My friends were so mad because all the monsters are coming up to say hello and kiss me hello. Yeah. And I'm like, like "Oh my god!" <laughs> they're like, hysterical. "You're ruining it." You're like, "You're ruining it for us." You're you know. That is so funny. <laughs> Of kissing all the monsters. Go I figure. would love. I would love that. I think that that's great. I don't know. I felt like an Adams at a family reunion, just kissing all the monsters. Yeah, hello. right. Hello, hello. Hello, darling. You know. It's one way to relieve the tension. We've. <laughs> I've actually been been watching Halloween movies with the kids, and we did Adams Family. Oh yeah. The first one, the second one. We did Nightmare Before Christmas. We did Hocus Pocus. Uh-huh. We did. We watched Teen Witch, which isn't Halloween, but I love Witch. Teen Witch, but still, yeah, it's cool. Practical Magic. And what was the other one? We did another one. Oh, Halloween Town. I love Halloween Town. We watched Town. I Love Halloween Town. Actually, we're going to talk about that on Care Don't Care. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, There's another movie called Them from 2006, a story based on actual events. When they say story based on actual events and you know it's about to be scary, I, I'm like ready to leave the theater. Oh. I'm like, I don't want to see this. Like, come on. Yeah. A couple that live in the middle of the woods, surprise, surprise, are terrorized after receiving repeated phone calls. Huh. A few years ago, a friend and I went to see them, not realizing that that it's in French with subtitles. We almost walked out because we were too basic to watch a foreign movie, but decided to stay. It was one of the most frightening movies either of us has ever seen in our lives, and I've never been able to sit through it again since. Huh. How do you like that? Yeah. But it's, well, if you, you don't mind the subtitles. I don't mind sub. I mean, I watch TV with the subtitles because I'm deaf. Oh, okay. Um, I do too anyway, but... Yeah. I mean, I also like to see what they're saying too just in case yeah yeah um as above so below from from 2014 an archaeologist is obsessed with finding the philosopher's stone so she assembles a team to help her find it underneath paris however the group are unaware that they've just entered their personal house super scary movie the concept being so close to hell totally tripped me out for days isn't that the one where they shoot it in those underground catacombs that you can actually visit with all the, the bones and skulls I like think that. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That looks cool. The Silence of the Lambs for, as a Halloween movie, though? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's well, more it's a, a thriller. List of, it's can... a list of scary movies. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's a thriller, but you can watch it yeah. at Halloween. I mean, it's Hello, so Paris. creepy as hell. Yeah. 1991. <laughs> Fava beans. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice I canteen. just saw um, Jim Norton live. Um, at Levity Live in the Palisades Mall at the Comedy Club there. Uh-huh. I just saw him on Friday night and he did a whole thing about Silence of the Lambs and it was absolutely hysterical. Oh my I was gosh. dying. It was <laughs> so funny. Um, for anybody who hasn't seen it, Clarice is a student training at an FBI academy when she is asked to interview an imprisoned psychopath therapist to try and solve a current murder case. She meets Hannibal Lecter. The Silence of the Lambs scared me so much as a young teen I actually had to go to therapy for trauma. It took me six months to open up to my therapist because of the fact Hannibal Lecter was technically a therapist, too. <laughs> See, I didn't... I mean, that movie was creepy as hell, yeah, but I wasn't, yeah. like, traumatized by it. It was creepy, though. It kept me, made me want to keep away from any men near open vans. That's for damn sure. True. But, yeah. But yeah. There, there are some things that you walk away with saying, okay, well, I will never be in that situation ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will never put myself in... You know, it's funny... 
with the whole internet dating, you know, I kind of missed that when me and Joe started dating in 2010. Internet dating wasn't so big then. And my friends would just go meet, you know, oh, I met this guy on Plenty of Fish. I'm going to his house tonight. Like, I'm like, you have no idea what you're going into. I'm like, and I would always say, what if he wants to wear your skin around like a giant, you know, so-and-so <laughs> skin suit? Yeah. You'll think twice about that. Like, yeah. he's sharpening his knives right now. Right? You can't just go to someone's house. It's like, hey, you'd make a great-looking lampshade. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, like, I can't. I can't I mean, do with that. Uh-uh. <sighs> oh, The Conjuring. I haven't seen this, but I want to really I haven't. Heard, I haven't seen it either because I'm scared I'm a sucker for, for, you know, these... Uh, what do you call them? Supernatural thrillers. See, I, love I watch. Them. I watch one of those. I sleep with my cross on for a week. Terrifying. <laughs> I love them. Uh, let's see. Lorraine and Ed Warren are paranormal investigators asked to help the Perrin family when they begin to experience paranormal activity in their new home. Wait, for the record, based on real events. Fuck no, not gonna watch. Oh it. yeah, based on real events. Yeah. Okay, whatever. They're loosely based, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, it literally haunted me. I experienced the paranormal activity of an evil spirit witch for months after watching it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Um, That's What they funny. don't know is the house's disturbing history. Oh, okay. Uh, I couldn't sleep with my feet out of the covers no matter how hot they were. Oh, you sweaty feet. Yeah, I can't deal with that watching a scary movie and then like I like first of all I can never be one of the people that sleeps with the body part hanging over the edge of the bed. Like mm -hmm. that's rule number one. Never do that. Rule number two, blankets protect you from anything that's bad. What? What if monsters wanna suck on my fingers? I'd be hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things like as a kid, like your your blankets protect you. Like yeah. once you're out of the blanket and, and bed in the dark, that's it. You're open for, you're up for grabs. That's, you know what yep, I mean? That blanket was a perfect monster barrier. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, The Shining is on here from 1980. A writer moves his family to a hotel and becomes a caretaker in the hopes of curing his writer's block. When his son starts having premonitions, Jack discovers a dark secret that turns him into a homicidal maniac. Every single time I watch it, I, it genuinely fucks me up. Just the creepy music in Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, make for your shit your pants movie. Yeah. That, it's, it, it is a creepy ass movie. Have it's, you ever read the book? I have not, but I've heard the book is it's fucking terrifying. It is. It is. It go. It takes the movie. That uh, Kubrick did a, a fantastic job with it uh -huh. because the mo the book is like you're going through the seven circles of hell. Like, like they go through so much more as to what happened at the hotel. Right. Right. To oh, create wow. to create all of the just the the, the paranormal hoopla that was going right, on there. Right. Right. I mean, even the the hedges, the hedges come alive, attack Danny. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, I mean, there's there's so much. You got to read that book on a really read it during a blizzard. Yeah. Okay. It's a probably That'll a big book, huh? Up. Stephen King. It's awesome. Well, you know, uh, they tried to remake the movie and it was awful. Did they? They did. There's I didn't a even remake know that. It. It's not as good. They try to try to make it a little bit more true to the book, and it's just with not... what's his name from Wings. Yeah, I didn't like it at Stephen all. Stephen King liked it better though. He well, prefers that. He prefers the television version over wow. uh, Kubrick. Are you sure? I, I I don't know why Kubrick's use of tension and the build up. I mean, it was so good. It was well, good. also Suspense. Jack Nicholson too. Like he's just he's yeah. so amazing that he almost makes. The movie, you know Makes what I mean? Good, so convincing. A person going crazy. When I watched it the first time, I was, I don't know, probably 14 or 15, and it scared me, but my mom was like, this is the scariest movie ever. Like, you're going to shit your pants. Wow. Like, The Shining and The Exorcist. And I watched both of them. The Exorcist scared me because I'm scared of stuff like that. But The Shining was... I think I was too young to appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know if I really paid attention the whole time. And then watching it when I was older, I was like, wow, this movie is, is fucked. Yeah. 
Because it's the psychological aspect, too. When I was younger, I didn't grasp that as much. So I think The Exorcist still takes the cake. Yeah. Well, they when I was in eighth grade, they re-released it in theaters. And I remember going to Cross County to go see it with my friends. And I didn't really know what it was. I'm like, oh, Mom, I'm going to see The Exorcist. She's like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be terrified. Well, I think this next one is like the first horror movie I ever saw as a yep. kid. Yep. 1978, I was... I'm not going to age myself. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, it was a scary movie then, and it still rings true now. Did you ever see the remake made by Rob Zombie? I actually enjoyed it. Twice. I, I, I saw it, but... You didn't uh, like it? Nothing Nothing compares. It should just... I don't think you should just touch that stuff. Yeah. Some of it should be left alone. Oh, God. I what are they? It. They're remaking something now that I was like, why? I can't think of it. It'll oh. come to me. It, Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween definitely disturbed the shit out of me. Yeah. I mean, like, it, the brutality... Yeah, it, it makes you uncomfortable. So Have there's you seen that. his other movies, House of a Thousand Corpses? Yeah, that's an art film. Yeah, those are crazy, crazy scary movies. Those are cool. Yeah, why don't you share the last one, Halloween? Halloween. A six-year-old is arrested and imprisoned after murdering his sister on Halloween night. Fifteen years later, Michael Myers escapes and heads back to his hometown to claim more victims. It's hand down a classic and still freaks me out 20 years after watching it the first time. Mm. And I, I always, I, I, that's the thing. When it comes to movies about like psychotic killers, I have a, I can't handle that. Psychotic yeah. killers and zombies, I can't deal. Yeah. But when it comes to like, I can watch. You, you know, know what's funny in zombie movies? They never use the word. Most zombie movies or shows, they never use the term zombie. It's like <laughs> they've never heard of them before. They're like, The Walking Dead. I guess it's The like Living Dead. The walkers. Yeah. Walkers. They always have another term for them. No one fucking says, Oh my God, there's zombies coming and get us. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't know that word doesn't exist in their world. I think it depends. Depends on how seriously they want to be taken. That's true, also. Because then you have Zombie Land. Right, right. That, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's more like kitschy. Uh, yeah, if they, if, they, if they want to hook you in for a little bit more of a deep story, mm -hmm. I think I think it, it seems like it's one of those things. Of, hey, you know what? Let's. It's. I think it's a little redundant. They know mm -hmm. they're zombies. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let's call them something do you, else. Frank, do you have a favorite Halloween movie or scary movie? Uh, I would have to say Halloween. Okay. I, I can watch that. I can watch that alone in the dark in at, at three in the morning now, and it, it doesn't really get much more scary than it does. I, I laugh. I I love it. I still feel the tension. And yeah, I, what they do in that movie to do so much and to create so much tension with so little. Just you know, t had the white mask appearing from out of the darkness a little yeah. bit. Yeah. The disappearing acts, all that stuff. You didn't need much. They shot that in the middle. First of all, they shot it in the middle of the summer. It's about 95 degrees outside. All oh, the geez. leaves, all the leaves you see on the ground, they had to rake those up in between shoots. When they changed scenery, they were just scattered leaves on the ground. Oh wow, I had no idea. Yeah, and it's supposed to be Haddonfield, Illinois, in the middle of uh, October. And I just love the feel. It's it it feels like in the middle of Portchester. My father always says it's, yeah. it's uh, Lafayette Drive or whatever it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, so I, I just love it. Wow. What about you, Ro? What's your favorite? Uh, I like the Hellraiser movies. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I think The Strangers movie. is still one of the scariest movies that I've oh, yeah. watched. That, like, still fucks with me. Like, I check my back seat sometimes when I'm... Well, I like the Hellraiser the because it's not only just the concept of like this whole paranormal supernatural thing you're opening yeah. and these demon demon demonized people come to like show you absolute pleasure through pain, but it's yeah. like it's more than just pain, it's the absolute destruction of your soul. Right, and, right. You know. But oh, they're geez. they're the just beautiful design work with costuming and makeup effects and stuff right. like that. And uh it's just body effects. It's just yeah. really cool. Yeah. You know, it's really hmm. cool. All right. Concept. Well, we'll I, think, I think we should watch some of these in the next week. 
we should hang out and watch some of these, and then we'll t then we'll give our reviews yeah. from us. Yeah. What do you think, Frank? Totally. I'll send you the list, and we'll we'll, we'll go through them and check them out. Absolutely. So, all right, let's move to Care, Don't Care before we wrap up. If you haven't seen Care, Don't Care, I basically introduce the topic. We say if we care about it. If we don't, you can elaborate if you want, but briefly. Uh, Hurricane Matthews hitting. We talked about Disney World temporarily closing. Apparently, it's supposed to hit Florida really bad. Well, you know what? If, if there's a hurricane that's killing people in Haiti and stuff, people shouldn't be having a good time somewhere else like that. You I know, know, when it's sure. hitting in the same area. Besides, uh, how are you supposed to go, you know, who the hell's going to want to stand in line at Epcot or... Uh, yeah, the torrential... Yeah, that's that's. They so shut fun. most yeah. of the, ri the rides down. They should just do it anyway. I mean, it is it is scary. I mean, I've seen pictures from Haiti. I mean, it's really yeah. terrifying. They yeah. really... I mean, it's already such a poverty-stricken area. That's true. And had area. To, see, to see, like, buildings with the roofs being torn mm -hmm. off. It's real it's serious. Really, yeah, it's real serious. very, very serious. And apparently, we're supposed to get some backlash up here. Mostly just heavy rain oh. from... But, I mean... That's scary. Uh, Kim Kardashian's robbery in Paris. Can we take a second to talk about this? Frank, I know you love conspiracy theories, and I'm sure you've read a lot of people saying it was an inside job, that this was a whole thing to give them more attention in the media because the, the keeping up with the Kardashians is supposed to be getting canceled. Right. And they want to pay the network to keep their show on the air, so this is creating another storyline for them. Have you heard that? I don't, but it makes so much sense. Right? How the hell did anybody get to her? Well, they're saying she's always surrounded by people. How was she alone? Oh, her bodyguard just happened to be out that night with her sister. Her kids were in Paris with her, but they were at a different house in Paris for the night. Be right back, kids. I got to go get robbed. Yeah, right? like, I mean, it just seems like I, a setup. And so they stole, I think they said, like, between 10 and $11 million worth of jewelry. So her engagement ring was $4 million, they said. And then she just had a jewelry box just sitting out. With six million dollars, it wasn't in a safe. It wasn't. No, you have a jewelry box with six million dollars worth of jewelry, just hanging out right there, well, that someone came in and grabbed. I mean. Well, that's that's their lifestyle, though. They're just like all out there. I don't know. There, a lot of people were saying, you know, they, they came. First of all, they came in on bicycles, dressed as police officers with ski masks, and they came in, assaulted the concierge, tied him up, had him at gunpoint, and. And he pointed out which apartment she was staying in. And she I guess she had been posting pictures and videos on Snapchat and Instagram. And they could, from like the window view, maybe tell which street she was located on. And she was flashing all, these, all this jewelry because she was at Fashion Week. So they're saying like you're, a lot of like Carl Lagerfeld and like other celebrities are saying like, that's what you get for flashing all your shit all over and letting people know what you have on you. Yeah. Because... This like is what people are looking for. Stupid like bitch. I like the conspiracy too. I think it makes total more sense that yeah. it was an inside job for all this in, as opposed to this actually happened to her. She's never alone. Yeah, unfortunately, she's, she's, she's higher than a B, B uh, what is it, a, a B actress? A, a B, B list. B list celebrity. celebrity. Higher than that, you have security. You have people standing outside your door like yeah. you're, you're fucking Don yeah. Corleone. But I mean, think about think about all the people she has that works for her. She's got her trainer. Yeah. She's got her chef. Uh -huh. She's got a makeup person. She's got a hair person. She has a stylist that dresses her. She's got two assistants. I mean, she, and, and, and I don't know this from following her. I just remember seeing something this guy said that he quit going to school because he was hired to be her denim person. So whenever she gets a pair of jeans, it needs to be specially fitted to her body because of her ass. So his job is to literally 
follow Kim and Kanye around whenever they have a pair of jeans, make sure it fits their body. I mean, like, this is the amount of people she is working for, and you're telling me she was alone there. That's Bullshit. Awful. Bullshit. You know, why don't they just deal with the fact that the show's canceled, you know, cut their losses, fire the guy who's been wiping her ass, and then just, you know, go away. Just it's go just, away. They should just go away. Yeah, fuck them. Stupid bitch. I knew you liked that conspiracy theory. Totally. Yeah. No, wait, wait, but there's, there is a concierge that says I was assaulted? They don't know who the concierge was. Supposedly, this is what happened. They can't find the they concierge. They haven't. Well, the concierge hasn't released a statement, and nobody knows who he is. The, uh, supposedly, the police know. But she bounced from Paris like three hours later. I would be in Paris with a team of, of police officers and security until I got my shit back. She's not looking for her shit because, A, she'll say that it's in better hands. She can't look for herself. Or, B, because she knows that somebody is going to be bringing it and refitting it into other jewels. Exactly. And, uh, other necklaces. And they're and saying that, back. you know, it's, it's, a, it's such a coincidence that this happened when Kanye says he's broke, and now there's $11 million in insured jewelry that's yeah, gone need missing. The, they need the TV contract. Uh-huh. They need it. <laughs> I can't. Okay. So, uh, we just mentioned Halloween Town. Halloween Town is a real place that you yes. can go and visit. Yes, where is it? I don't you know? know. I got to look it up because I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go to like Indiana to go to it or some, you know, Tennessee uh, or some bumblefuck right. place, but I mean, that's cool. <laughs> Probably is. Um, so, I do care about that. Okay, cool. Me so too. So, Alicia Keys has had this whole movement, uh, no makeup movement. Uh huh. And Gabrielle Union, has now, who I think is absolutely beautiful, both of them are beautiful, has joined this makeup-free movement, so they've decided they're no longer wearing makeup. Well, that's kind of easy, since they're both already, like, I don't know, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I feel like they probably still wear, like, skin makeup. Maybe they wear, like, tinted moisturizer, the Yeah, line, like, bitch. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not makeup, it's moisturizer. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could ever do this makeup-free movement. I don't yeah. think it's for me, but mm, more power to you. Uh -huh. uh, New York Comic Con is this weekend. Yeah. Exciting. I have a three-day pass. I'll probably only go one day, but oh. we can do. That's too much. Um, Enchanted. I don't know if you remember that movie with. Oh, I love Enchanted. The sequel is finally <laughs> underway. I'm so excited. That's I very much time. care about this. And Hathaway time. is like an old lady now. No, no, no. Amy Adams. Oh, really? Yeah, she was Princess Giselle. You're thinking of. Oh, Enchanted. Yes. Oh, I was thinking Ella Enchanted. Yeah, I yeah. This one's the one with Amy, Amy Adams. Adams. And um, who else was in this? Chris Pine was the prince. Uh. And uh. Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey, yeah. Oh. Chris Pine. I feel like they're a little old to be playing these characters now, but why not? Yeah. Why not? Unfortunately, Enchanted is so underrated. I mean, I think it got robbed. I think it did, too. Because it's such a cute movie. The, I put it on for the kids all the time. I bought the DVD. I remember when the DVD came out. Uh -huh. Cassidy was, I mean, she's 11 now. She was probably three. I mean, who doesn't love this scene with the animals and the cockroaches and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cleaning up. So cute. <laughs> So I care about that. <laughs> um, all right, let's review our info live on TV. Zen Live, can you hear me? Live on TV. Yes. Live on Zen Live TV Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, unless we, you know, just don't come because sometimes that happens. Yeah. But my, my denim man can't that's make That's showbiz. <laughs> yeah, my denim guy couldn't be here. He's busy in Paris right now. Our podcast is on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play under Quarter Life Crisis. Our Twitter and Instagram is at the QLC. Email at quarterlifecrisisny@gmail.com, And our Facebook page is Quarter Life Crisis. So if you haven't liked it, please do so. 
And that's all she wrote. Frank, you, thank you for uh, engineering for us this evening. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> you are well. I had a fantastic time. You know, if there's ever an opportunity where I'm not in a band practice when you guys yes, are on. Yes, absolutely. And you need an engineer, I'd actually really love to I do think, it again. I think we're going to play the mouth game again next week. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. I no? Can be, I, I am an interested observer. It's oh, so okay. bizarre. Okay. It's so bizarre, well, but I don't have, think... We have uh, an interesting topic for next week already picked, so yeah, if, you're, if you want to pop in to uh, enjoy that on the couch, I feel should be free. Around. I should be here. So thank you so much, Ro. Me and you will be here next week. Yes, thank next you. week. Yes, we will, darling. Enjoy. Ciao, baby. <laughs>